On today's episode of Locked Up With History, we will be looking at just who are Locked Up With History, why are we starting this podcast, and what we'll be looking at in upcoming episodes, and maybe a little bit about me. Stay tuned. Warning. This podcast contains discussions of some potentially distressing topics. Listeners, please be advised. Come with us for true and tall tales unsurpassed. With stories from Victoria's dark colonial past. Spirits, executions, ghosts, murders and ghouls. These are the stories they don't teach you at school. All these twisted tales of mystique and mystery coming to you now on Locked Up With History. Hello everyone and welcome to this, the very first episode of Locked Up With History, a new venture for us at Twisted History and something to try and keep me out of a bit of a trouble, that is to give me an outlet to share some of the history that is rattling around in my brain. My name is Deb Robinson and I will be your host. Today I wanted to set the scene for the upcoming episodes that you will be listening to and explain a little bit about who we are, what we do and why on earth you would want to listen to me ramble on about some of my favourite topics. I hope you'll stay with me and I promise we will get to the juicy history stuff properly in the very next episode. I currently manage two businesses called Twisted History and our newest one which is the Geelong Jail Museum. However, their history is a lot longer than just my involvement. I am only one very small cog in an amazing team of tour guides and paranormal investigators who each in their own right are fantastic storytellers and help us bring to life the stories we want to share with you that come from the history of our locations. And they're not such a bad crew either to socialise with, but uh, don't tell them I said that. Uh, you will get to meet some of them in upcoming episodes as I drag them in to talk about their experiences and what they do. But as for Twisted History, Twisted History was born around 15 years ago, starting with one small tour around a very haunted location here in Victoria, Australia. The idea was to show the darker side of history, something that was quite popular overseas at the time, and explain the history behind it and the people's stories who were involved. Unfortunately, not all history is tied up in nice, neat packages. Sometimes it can be quite confronting, but we still believe it is important to learn about. In the ensuing years, the team have visited and conducted tours in over 50 different locations, and that is no small achievement. In the past few years, we have achieved national tourism accreditation, you know, that green tick, uh, being one of only two ghost tour companies to do so in Australia, the other one being Haunted Horizons in Adelaide. In 2018, we were extremely grateful and very honoured to be awarded the Bronze Award for Cultural Tourism in the Victorian uh, RECB Tourism Awards. We're always constantly striving to improve and deliver quality tours to all of those who wish to join us. Today, Twisted History run a range of different tours around Victoria, including ghost tours, cemetery tours, paranormal investigations and haunted hotel tours. 
We have run historical murder tours in the past, uh, one of my favourite research pastimes. Uh, And we currently operate out of the Geelong Jail, which is home base for us. Uh, Bendigo, Castlemaine, Werribee Park, Stiglitz, Chinatown and hotels in Seymour, Denali and Malden with a couple more in discussion stages at the moment. We're always on the lookout for new locations which have a rich history that we can showcase for you, the members of the public, and tell the stories of those who once lived or worked there. If you'd like to visit some of the places featured on Locked Up With History, book in a tour with Twisted History. For the full range of tours and to book, visit twistedhistory.net.au. Now, the newest part of our business and perhaps the one keeping us most busy at the moment is the Geelong Jail Museum. Now, the Geelong Jail is where we've conducted ghost tours and investigations for approximately 10 years under various incarnations of the company. It is an old colonial jail, being the third one built in Victoria, and began operations in 1853 before it finally closed its doors in 1991. I'll be exploring the history of the jail in a lot more detail in the very next episode. Uh, The jail was sold into private hands by the Geelong Council a couple of years ago, and the new owner took possession in June 2019. Now, this led to several operating changes at the jail. Uh, We approached the owner uh, for an opportunity to take over the running of the museum, uh, which had been previously run by Rotary. And this gave us a chance to showcase a lot of the history that we've researched over the previous years for the ghost tours and investigations, and to be able to share it with a much wider audience. The Geelong Jail officially opened on the 22nd of June 2019. Now, over the past 18 months, we have narrowed the focus of the Geelong Jail Museum collection to showcase not only the history of Geelong Jail, but corrections history in general within Victoria, something we believe has not really been addressed before as a whole. Uh, And the corrections or penal history in Victoria is fascinating. Again, something we'll delve into in a bit more detail in future episodes. Now, as words got out about what we're doing, we have been incredibly grateful for the many donations that have come back through the doors of the jail, including a collection of paintings for one of the last six prisoners at Geelong and a female water uniform worn at the closing ceremony of the jail in 1991. We've had the pleasure to chat and record some of the ex-warders and prisoners who once worked or were incarcerated here at Geelong. And if you have a link to the Geelong Jail, we would love to hear from you. Uh, You can find our contact details on our webpage or on our Facebook page. Uh, Details I'll put in the show notes uh, for this episode. Now, just before Christmas in 2020, we opened our latest exhibition, which is called Saga Behind the Armour, which was delayed for six months, unfortunately, due to the COVID pandemic. Uh, But this exhibition explores the story of the Kelly Gang in the 140th year since the events took place, but through the eyes of the Geelong people who were associated with the story. Now, this exhibition just about completes the updates we want to get done in the North Corridor, which was once the administration wing. And it now houses the stories of the 12 colonial jails built in Victoria. Uh, We have a display on the Hulks, which were once moored at Williamtown. And the convicts who were there played a role in the building of the Geelong Jail. And, of course, our very first exhibition, which was The Rogues and Vagabonds, which explored the stories of just five of the thousands of prisoners who've been incarcerated here at Geelong Jail over its 138 years of operational history. Now, once you step into the body of the jail, you are greeted with conditions that 
Many men, women and children have experienced over 170 years with the first prisoners arriving here in April 1853. Our phrenology and death mask collection is on display in one of the cells along with some of the prisoners' stories and we have plans for many new displays over the coming months and years. So if you haven't visited the Geelong Jail recently, it might just be time to come and spend some time with us again, although I might be a little bit biased. But we do promise we will let you out again at the end of your visit. For a fascinating look at life in a colonial prison, visit Geelong Jail Museum. Situated just over an hour from Melbourne in the heart of Geelong, it's Victoria's most intact and longest continually operating colonial prison. For information, search for Geelong Jail or call 1300 865 800. But no matter what we are researching for, whether it's information for a new tour, a new location, a museum story, or perhaps even a new character for one of our guides, our philosophy is the same and is reflected by our mission statement, which is our goal is to preserve and share history in its rawest forms for both current and future generations, so those that have come before us are not ignored or forgotten. Now, all of the team are extremely passionate about the history and sharing the stories, and many hours are spent researching the locations we use and the topics or people we want to talk about. Sometimes it's not always the nicest part of our history, but it is still history nonetheless, and we believe they are still important topics to discuss and to acknowledge those that were involved in those stories. doesn't matter which side they might have been on. We will always try to remain respectful in how the stories are presented, to those people who are involved in the story, whether at the time of the event or their descendants decades later. We are very much aware that those whose stories we retell were once very much real, living people. And that's where I come in. Research is my passion, and I, with others in our team, spend many hours finding the history that go into our scripts and our investigations. Currently have about 91 gigabytes of information sitting on the computer on all different subjects, locations and people that have come to light during our tours or through previous research. It is sometimes amazing how some stories come to light whilst we're researching something completely different. A number of our staff would say it's my superpower being able to find that story. I'm not so sure. Uh, But our research comes from many different avenues, including newspapers, books, indexes, databases, and public records such as criminal case files, inquest records, which is one of my favourite records, uh, government and police gazettes, and acts of parliament. It still amazes me how much information is out there when you know where to look. And the internet has made it all very, very easy. However, it also has its pitfalls. If you don't know how to ensure the source is a trusted or an accurate one, does that mean it is always right? No, definitely not. Records are sometimes only as accurate as the people who were documenting the event at the time, and that's either the person giving the information or the person that's writing it down. And that's why we use a number of sources where we can to document the information that we're trying to collate into a complete story. You're listening to Locked Up With History. Now, why would you want to listen to me, some random person on the internet? 
You may have seen me on live feeds through our Twisted History pages or heard me in an interview or perhaps even see me on a snippet of a TV story. But why would you want to listen to the stories I want to share with you? What's brought me to this point? Well, I have always had a fascination in history and people's stories since I was very young. I can remember when I was a teenager, many long years ago now, uh, a cousin who came to visit was looking for old family photos to document our shared family history. Seeing a lot of these old black and white or sepia photos for the first time sparked something in me. I wanted to know, needed to know more about these people, who they were, what they did, more importantly, what happened to them. Something that I still want to find out even today with many of our stories around the jail and ghosts and all that sort of stuff as well. I hate leaving the story incomplete and become very frustrated when I can't find exactly what I'm looking for. But sometimes it can take many, many years. It took a few years, but with the help of another cousin, I began the journey down the rabbit hole of research from which I've really, really never have emerged. I've been researching for over 30 years now and Boy, what a journey it's been so far. When I first started researching family history, I was a little bit of an anomaly in the research centres. Well before the days of internet research that makes things so easy now. In the research centres, I was about mm, 30 years younger than many of the others, which was a little bit intimidating. But eventually I found my way and I learned to ask for help every so often, something anyone who knows me now knows I find incredibly difficult. This then led me into doing a library and information science diploma. Yep, I am a qualified library technician, which that then led me to do some work placement at the RAAF Museum at Point Cook. Once I finished my 100 hours in the library archives section there at the museum, I never left. I continued as a volunteer for another 15 years, something that seems to be quite common with me once I get in somewhere. I don't leave. While at the RAF Museum, I learnt so much and there are some extremely interesting records contained in the archives there. I used to spend hours looking through the archive boxes whenever I had a chance. Point Cook was the first military airbase in Victoria and, like the Geelong Jail, has its own very rich history. After a couple of years in the library, I decided I'd like to have a go at leading the tours for the groups, mostly school kids. These were a lot of fun, but I had a lot to learn. When I first started, I didn't even know which plane was which, let alone what it was called. There's so much cool history associated with the base, and it certainly gave me a buzz to see the kids' eyes light up with some of it. Although one of the most common questions I was asked was, did I have a gun? No, I didn't. Uh, One of my favourite facts, though, was the 23 shades of blue that had been painted for one of the World War I displays in the old parachute hanging space of the former 1 FTS building, Flying Training School. Uh, Seeing the kids trying to count them was a lot of fun to watch. Now, not long after I started doing tours, the RWF Museum introduced their interactive flying displays. Now, these involved a pilot coming out with a plane to explain the procedures they go through before taking the aircraft up for a quick display for those gathered in the seats. If I was on the tarmac, I was always asked if I was a pilot, to which I always replied, I've never even been in an aircraft. I eventually got the opportunity to go up both in a civilian plane and an old military plane known as the Harvard, two experiences I will never forget. But how did I end up at the Geelong Jail? Well, While I grew up in the Geelong area, I never really knew the jail existed, although I must have driven past it many times. It wasn't until 2011 when I came on a ghost tour at the jail with a group of friends, and I never really left.
My friends and I decided we wanted to do something different uh, for each other as a Christmas present and decided to do a ghost tour for the Geelong Jail. While booking the tickets, I got talking to some of the team that was there then and obviously my passion for the history of such an awesome building shone through. One of the first research tasks I undertook was I offered to help trying to identify who may have been buried in one of the exercise yards. We went to this area on tour, and we still do today, which is marked by a broad arrow carved into the bricks in the southeast yard of the jail. This led to researching the executed men of the jail, whose stories we're going to tell in a lot more detail in later episodes, and identifying that the final man executed was likely the person given his death certificate states buried within the confines of the Geelong Jail. And to cut a very long story short, I have been around in some capacity ever since. They can't get rid of me. So much so that even the ghosts look after me now. But that is a story for another episode. Interested in learning more about this episode? Join the Locked Up With History Facebook group for more facts and discussions about the dark colonial past of Victoria and beyond. So what can you expect from future Locked Up With History podcasts? Well, we have a range of topics planned to talk about over the coming months. All of them are stories that we've come across in some fashion during our research that has piqued our interest to explore the topic a little further. We'll be delving into the history of the Geelong Jail in more detail, exploring some of the roles it's been used for. We'll look at some of the prisoner stories, such as the escape of Josh Clark and Christopher Farrell, who undertook one of the most infamous escapes from the Geelong Jail in 1889, using a handmade skeleton key. Both were old convicts, with Clark coming through as a convict transported to Tasmania as a 16-year-old, and Farrell coming to Victoria as an exile. Another story is that of Angus Murray, who after his escape from Geelong in 1923, supposedly with the aid of Squizzy Taylor, became the final man executed on the gallows at Old Melbourne Jail. We'll be looking at the stories of the six men who were executed here at Geelong Jail and a lot more detail, including the one who got away. His execution was stayed just 10 minutes before the noose was to be tightened. Now, if murders are of interest, we will be exploring the fascinating story of Frederick Bailey Deeming, one of my favourite serial killers. Yep, I know how weird that sounds, but doesn't everyone have a favourite serial killer? He was hanged for the murder of his wife, Emily, and was a suspect in the Jack the Ripper killings in London. Another episode, we'll be looking at Ginger Tommy, known as Roma Smith, a prostitute who was found brutally murdered in her house in Carlton in 1918 and whose killer has never, ever been found. We'll be exploring the stories of some of Victoria's bushrangers, such as Mad Dog Morgan and Captain Moonlight, and some more generic topics such as death masks and anatomy and waxworks in Melbourne's and the stories of Queenie the Elephant, to name a few. Now, new episodes of Locked Up With History are planned for once a fortnight on a Sunday afternoon, hopefully. Uh, And once you've listened, I invite you to join us in the Locked Up With History Facebook group to further discuss the topics on the latest episodes. And it also will give you an opportunity to ask me any questions that you might have about what I've talked about. We'll be putting up some media to go with the latest episodes where we have it. And the details for our contact details in the Facebook group will be in the show notes, including our brand new website, lockedupwithhistory.com.au, which is where you'll be able to go and find a little bit more background, some blog posts, and of course, the episodes once they go to air. Well, 
I think that's more than enough for this very first episode. Hopefully you have more of an understanding of what we're aiming to achieve with this podcast and why we do what we do. And believe me when I say we all love what we do, sharing Victoria's history with you all. We would love to see you on a tour in the very near future. Our next episode will be exploring the history of the Geelong Jail through its different roles over 138 years of operational history. Until then, see you on the darker side. information on the story from today's episode check out the show notes or join the locked up with history facebook group remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts